Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Down to Biscay. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power to have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome into a special live edition of Five on the Floor on the Five Car. Here on the Five Reasons Sports Network, I've already screwed up. We just started. Um, We're going to put this on the pod feed later, so if you subscribe to that, make sure you check that out, whether it's Spotify Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any of them. We're also on Dash Radio every single night at 7 p.m. That's on the Nothing But Net channel. But yes, at times we are here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. We decided to go live here today to give people an opportunity to interact. So this, if you're listening to this on the pod feed, be a little sloppier episode than you're used to, but you're going to get a lot of information as we know it. This is at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night prior to free agency opening officially at 6 p.m. on Monday. We are sponsored by many people today, including, see, I've got it. I can actually show it. Therapist Preferred. These are the, the strawberry lemonade gummies. These are my favorite. Make sure you check out therapistpreferred.com for 25% off. Use the code 5REASONS. This is recommended by physical therapists for recovery, for sleep. I need them to sleep. People are now used to hearing me say that, but it is true. I don't sleep otherwise. So make sure you get these. And again, you will not fail a drug test. They don't have uh, anything in there that you got to be worried about, but this is premium CBD, therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons for 25% off. All right, let me introduce the cast of characters here tonight. Above me, uh, with wearing the basketball town hat, something I think I coined on 790 The Ticket when I used to work there. <laughs> Greg, 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 Greg Sylvander, right above. Alex Toledo uh, has joined us today as well. He'll be breaking down the basketball aspects of a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about tonight. Of course, Greg is the voice of the Heat fan. Thank you um, for the uh, – there we go. I'm not going to read that, but I appreciate the, the $1.99. Um, and then we've got our guy, Adam Barai, who actually does exist. We believe he's found an apartment, so he's, he's not living in my basement anymore. People ask me that question. Uh, but you can find him at various Twitter handles, some of which he does not want me to mention. All right, let's get basement to Basement available? A basement, a basement may be available. I have a, I have a house, vacated. That's, house that's no longer available. All right, we're going to get to your Super Chat comments. We appreciate those, and we'll make sure that we read those, provided, of course, that we can read them. Let's get to the latest. Again, it's 7 p.m. on Sunday, and what our reporting is today, and a lot of this stuff is fluid. We're reporting things the Heat are trying to do, not things necessarily the Heat have accomplished. Let's be clear on that, okay? But we, we have an understanding of what they're trying to accomplish, and we'll try to go through it. Earlier today, uh, we reported something that I've heard for about a month, maybe two months. We've hinted at it at times that they would like to get both Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Of course, DeRozan 
now with the Spurs, Lowry with Toronto, but they played together for several years in Toronto. And the questions were uh, sort of how you, Curtis Hero, thank you for the uh, super chat heat legend, Andy Ellisberg. We will get to that because he's going to be a lot of work for Andy to do here over the next uh, few hours. But basically, uh, DeRozan and Lowry have wanted to play together. Uh, we've heard that this was a target for the Heat for a while. Jimmy Butler, of course, very close with Kyle Lowry, but also close with DeMar DeRozan. So we heard about it. We kind of put it to the side. And then over the past sort of 24 hours, I started hearing more rumblings about it, that the Heat were trying to accomplish this. But a lot of this depended on the player options. And that's where we're going to get to Adam, because this is something that we understand they are still trying to accomplish but it may not be as easy as it as it appeared before they did not exercise the option for Andre Iguodala. So I'm going to go to Adam on sort of the news aspect of it, Greg on the cap aspect of it, and then we'll get to Alex on what the basketball fit might look like if they can accomplish it. And then we have a list of guys that the Heat are looking at for the MLE, the mid-level exception, uh, either part or all of it. And Adam has released some of that list. We'll get to that next. But let's start with DeRozan. Adam, could you explain sort of why the Iguodala factor plays into this? So in, in, in terms of the cap, uh, if Iguodala, it was always going to be hard to acquire two free agents, two impactful free agents this year. Uh, the Iguodala contracts, the Goran Dragic contracts, only one of them really could net you a big-time impact player uh, if you want to use it in a sign-and-trade. But if you use – I know I'm cutting into what Greg was going to say, but if you use the Iguodala contract as a um, – to facilitate a sign-and-trade with DeRozan, it's possible. But he's not going to be making $15 million on his next deal. That's the issue. And if he's not making that much money – that impacts DeRozan's money. And is DeRozan going to be okay with getting a little bit over what, whatever you could, you know, cobble together with other ancillary pieces, or is that not going to be an option? And, and Andre Iguodala has to play ball. He has to be accepting of whatever the heat want to do. I mean, they made him a free agent. Otherwise they could have just exercised that option and sent him and traded him and used that as a $15 million expiring contract. And just to add to that, before I go to Greg on this, uh, our understanding is that Andre Iguodala would like to be in Golden State. Uh, that, that, is, that is where his focus is. Um, but we also know, and Greg will get to this in a second, that Golden State really doesn't have much money to play with. So uh, no. it, it's not an easy option for him. And, and, but sending him to San Antonio was not something that's attractive to him. And remember, there was a situation with Andre previous, which is how he got to Miami in the first place which was that he was sent to Memphis and he sat out because he didn't want to be there. And by the way, we've now closed the book on the Justice Winslow trade because neither Andre Iguodala nor Justice Winslow nor Jay Crowder nor Deion Waiters nor James Johnson are with the teams they were traded to at the deadline. And by the way, we can now all agree, yes, even you, Alex, that it was an excellent trade for Miami that helped them get to the finals. Um, but let's, uh, let's get to it, Greg, here on the Iguodala uh, thing, because I've, I've heard he was not really playing ball with the Heat, as you mentioned, Adam, and, and that's part of why this has gotten more complicated maybe than they would have liked. So, so how do they wiggle their way out of this? It's funny. Iguodala strikes me as the type of dude that even if he had $15 million coming to him, he was probably telling people, I'd rather go for the vet minimum or whatever they're willing to offer me back in Golden State to get back with my guys, you know. So um, obviously this gets a little trickier um, 
particularly involving Golden State is is difficult because just the four guys that their top four guys they're hitting the hard cap number right there they have 166 million dollars committed so they don't have a lot of vehicles with which to add players veteran minimum uh they may have the biannual or the taxpayer uh mid-level but even that like the luxury tax implications means that's much more expensive than those uh make it so Involving Golden State is hurdle one. The other issue here for um, now that Iguodala's team option is no longer uh, viable, like what do you send to San Antonio that makes sense? And if it's not a sign and trade where you're getting multiple teams involved and Iguodala finds his way to Golden State, only the first year has to be guaranteed on his sign and trade. What else will San Antonio want? Question mark. And that's where I think we will now see, does Miami have to give up a player they don't want to have to give up like a Duncan Robinson? Mm-hmm. Um, or can they find a way to maybe cobble together Kendrick Nunn and, and maybe a couple other contracts and get to a place where – DeRozan is accepting of the contract he would get in route to Miami. All right. I'm, I'm going to go to Alex, I promise, but I want to pull that comment back up. The last one that had Kelly Oubre in there, because uh, this is something we've discussed on our chat here. Uh, Iguodala, Golden State, Oubre, San Antonio, DeMar, Miami. Uh, there's obviously other things that would need to happen here, but but there, it did come out that Oubre, I guess there was some report that Oubre may want to play in San Antonio, uh, but also Greg, what you mentioned, uh, our understanding is that San Antonio likes Duncan Robinson quite a bit. Um, And so that basically uh, creates another element here, which is, and I'm going to go to the basketball part of this with you, Alex, is that when we posted this on Twitter and then it got some life and then Mark Stein reported it. So I guess now it's legitimate. Uh, We love Mark. So it's it's nothing, nothing negative towards Mark, but it's like, you know, everybody on Twitter and somebody they've heard of has to have reported it, even if we have it first uh, for them to accept it. Uh, but but Alex, the basketball end of it, uh, Heat fans were kind of split. Like there's half the Heat fans that love the idea because Demar is a talent. There's no question about that. He'd, he'd be the best scorer on the team uh, when he comes here. Uh, but also, you're talking about he's a mid-range, uh, you know, ex- specialist who has not played particularly well in the playoffs in his career. And then you're throwing Demar and Jimmy together. We're gonna we're gonna cycle back and talk more about the Lowry situation. Wouldn't you need a Duncan Robinson to make this thing work, I guess? Yeah, Ethan, and, you know, you know me. <laughs> Keep Duncan. <laughs> I'm in that scenario where it's like the, the DeMar stuff, I knew that as soon as you guys put that out there, it was going to be this whole controversial topic for Heat Twitter. And look, man, you want to talk about hoopers versus basketball players, DeMar DeRozan <laughs> is a hooper. <laughs> no, but really, like, I just think to me, like, having DeRozan as a fourth to, is a luxury. I understand that the fit isn't the cleanest in the world and everybody's kind of overthinking that. Look, it's it's valid concerns of, like, how he's going to play on a team with Lowry, Jimmy, Bam, how he's going to play off ball, understanding that he could do a lot of stuff with the ball in his hands, understanding that we've been saying they need a, a, an extra bucket getter an extra guy who can do stuff with the ball in his hands. It is going to be sort of a clunky fit off ball, but I'm still in on the idea. I just think you can't really turn your nose at a talent like that, especially when all the chemistry stuff is there. And they, he literally is, is it, he fills one of the holes that we've been talking about for months, even though if it's not the first name that comes to mind, you know, like a lot of people would prefer Ingram, mm-hmm. but DeRozan is a bucket getter, man. That's what he does. Uh, and I know, Greg, you want to get in, but Alex, I want to pivot on one, one other question here to you, and then we'll get to some of these super chat comments. Uh, we've talked a lot about Bam being more aggressive offensively, right? 
if you're bringing in Lowry, Jimmy, Lowry with DeRozan with Jimmy, you're not asking Bam to be more aggressive offensively, then, right? Like it's not. It's. I mean, is that no, a good you still thing? are? No, you still are. You yeah. still you got to shoot threes now. You have to <laughs> from okay. the corners. From the corners, which we know, which we know he's been working on. I, I mean, we've all talked about that. Um, I, but but I guess one of the things we were talking about with Lowry was that he would push Bam to be more aggressive offensively. Well, now he it, ostensibly he'd be playing with his his best buddy, who he played with for how many years? Half a decade or more. In Toronto, um, I, I would assume a lot of the offense would go that direction. Uh, Greg, I know you want to get in, but let's get to a couple of the Super Chat yeah. comments here that came in. Uh, thank you. I can't read because I'm old. Ty, I love the show. Keep the good work. My question is, how quickly do you think Miami will strike and get a deal done with whatever free agent they're interested in? Uh, Adam, let me pivot to you on this because the, 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 pre- the, the free agent that they're, listening, they're, they're most interested in is Kyle Lowry. We know that. Um, I think all of us have hesitated a little bit to say it's done because nothing is done in this league until it's done. But all of us have information that it's about as close to done as it could get, at least from the Heat's perspective. They believe that unless somebody comes over the top with some ridiculous offer, that they're getting Kyle Lowry. Is that is that where all three of us are at this stage? Okay, we're all nodding. Um, is there any scenario, Adam, which means they're going to try to get this thing done relatively quickly, right? Like, they, I mean, they want to lock him in. Yeah, lock it in uh, as soon as he becomes a free agent at 6 o'clock on Monday. Tell them, look, uh, you know, you go to Toronto, you say, look, you know we could sign him outright without Goran Dragic, just with cap space. You know that we can give you a little something. You know Kyle wants to be here. Let's just get it done, get it out of the way, and then we can move forward with our other free agency business. And then use well, Kyle in your uh, free agency pitches for other players. Even further to that, they've had to already kind of had these conversations because you don't pick up Dragic's team right. option unless you know that you can get back to that space. And now they can't get to space. So, like, I, w- I was told by two people, Greg, as soon as they picked up the option today, I, they two knew. people texted me and said they got they got Lowry. I mean, I mean they, I, this I, has I, been is, a is thing. There, but is there any other scenario, guys, Adam and Greg, where where Goran Dragic does not go? to toronto i don't know if they're keeping yeah i mean yeah uh, they give lowry 36 million per (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i mean if you if you move if you move goron to a third team yeah okay but he's going to be used in that trade but we 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 all agree on that that that's go go watch your what that was about today watch your goron drogic highlights and you know in memoriam of his heat career this is this is it yeah, Adam. Adam, look at that victory like lap. I don't like this tone, Adam. Just let us have this, all right? Let us be emotional, Goron. Uh, let's get into this one. A couple more comments uh, from Justin, me, Porter, and Mir. We'll pitch in for Drummond buyout if we sign that fraud. And good evening, Ethan, Adam, Al- Greg, and Alex. All right, let, let's get to some of these other names, and I want to come back to Lowry here um, as people are texting me asking me if I have anything else. Watch the show. Uh, but he, let, you you mentioned a list of mid-level guys. Um, credit to uh, the guys over at Heatbeat for mentioning Batum earlier. Uh, but we have slightly different information. And Perry, we'll get to you in a second for sure. We appreciate it. Um, we have slightly different information about Batum in terms of how much they would be willing to offer. So they have this mid-level exception. It does not necessarily mean that that they have to give all of it to somebody. We have talked about a lot of these sort of stretch four types that Eric Spolster likes. You know, obviously it was Crowder, it was Ariza, and now we, we went over that list of 10. I feel like six of the 10 guys we talked about are the guys that they're looking at right now. So, Adam, go, go over the list. But, again, does not mean they have to give all the money to one person. What, what's your list? 
So essentially the list is, and this is from all of us, this is just one person bringing it together. Plus we had uh, a few of these guys already confirmed by Barry, uh, Barry Jackson of the Herald and of Heapy. Uh, it's Rudy Gay, Nick Batum, Jeff Green, Malik Monk, Otto Porter, Andre Drummond, and I'm going to add to this Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris. And the only one, of course, who's not a stretch is, is Malik Monk, uh, who's a very close friend of Bam Adebayo, whose career I resurrected uh, by trashing him prior to a game against the Heat. And then they he haven't scored, forgot that. And then, he's, and then he scored 36 or whatever it was uh, with the, the building. I, I believe I did, so I want a piece of that contract. But, but the other guys, we've talked about all of them. We've talked about uh, Rudy Gay. We've talked about Batum. We've talked about Markeith Morris. Um, all of them provide a stretch ability next to Bam, with the exception of Drummond. And I, I, I keep hearing they're interested, but then I have others who say that it's not as serious as some are telling me. So I'm not, in, I'm not entirely sure um, on it. But I will say that all the other guys fit the profile of a Spolstra four, who we would play down the stretch of games, which means Bam Adebayo is staying at the five. Right. So, I mean, th- that seems to be the direction here. They're not going after a bunch of stiff bigs to play next to Bam, essentially. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's the move that they have to go, to go with. Just lead with Spo. Spo has to be. And, and DeMar is going to be viewed as a four. Yeah. He's going to be. That's just how it's going to be. Very as long true. as he's the starting four. No, and I think this is another thing we should uh, mention is that if the Heat do pull off, whether it's Lowry and DeRozan or Lowry and Player X, and they actually make a second sizable acquisition, I think that they're going to be able to justify the thinking behind splitting the mid-level, whereas if they were only bringing in Lowry and that was it, they were going to need to spend that entire amount to get a starter lever starter level player they may be able to have a plug and play guy with DeRozan getting more minutes depending on how that shakes out uh, Alex I'll go to you on this then some of these uh, mid-level or half mid-level fours we're talking about we, we've discussed these on the pod but just refresh everybody's memory here uh, Markeith Morris Rudy Gay uh, Nick Batum of, of those and Jeff Green of those four because we all like Jamichael Green. We haven't really heard that name. I, I don't think they're going to be able to There's get him for that money. That we uh, didn't hear. PJ. And PJ right. Well, PJ Tucker, we have not heard associated with the Heat. At this I point. wanted to make a comment about that. Uh, Jake Fisher, you know, the Bleacher Report guy, was on Twitter spaces, you know, just kind of he, he was answering questions from a lot of people, and they got Bucks questions about Portis and PJ. I thought this mm-hmm. would be relevant here. And he was pretty much making it sound like they're both kind of a done deal to go back to Milwaukee, or at least that's what it's expected at this point. Uh, so yeah, I, I was going to say PJ would be my number one favorite guy just to take him away from Milwaukee. I still think, and basically going to my next point, I want the heat to go with bulky versatility at the four. That's kind of where I've landed. Whereas like, they've got a lot of options there. Right. And, you know, I love what Adam reported earlier today that they didn't offer the full MOE. Cause that's kind of where I've been standing. I just hope that you can get to front court guys with that MOE. I think it's kind of an ideal scenario for the Heat. Don't, don't all those like, guys qualify then? Bulky versatility then? I mean, Batum that's certainly what I was does. Say. Right, yeah. Oh, I don't think Batum does. <laughs> like, I think Batum, Batum played the player. five yeah. for the Clippers this year. That's he's times. bulky after he gets paid, guys. He's right, exactly. <laughs> he's not bulky. He's, he's, he's skinnier than Ariza, so I'm not going to consider... Uh, look, I'm, I would take him on this team. There's no doubt about it. I just think it will be I think it wouldn't be great if you got two skinny forwards after what just happened, you know, in the first round where it's like your size just got completely exposed. But the Bucks are still going to be there, right? <laughs> like the Nets are going to be back and they're, you, you know, I just think that 
you've got all these options there. It would behoove them to get just a little bit bigger and somebody who could play next to Bam. I don't. I feel like like if you just get Ariza, Batum, Markeith Morris, like I think Markeith is actually kind of big. Like that that yeah. guy is actually yeah. tough, bulky, strong. Like I'm not a Markeith Morris guy, but I wouldn't hate that idea just just for that. Like I just well, think but, you need but, to get but, a little but, but Alex, down there. Alex, let's talk about what what Adam talked about with DeRozan. DeRozan played some four last year. Uh, let, let's just project. Let's mostly say best, at the four. Mostly four. So let's say that. Let's just say that. They're, they're able to get Lowry and DeRozan, okay? D- don't the needs change there with the mid-level? I mean, if you're going to play if you're gonna play DeRozan at the four, I mean, I, your starting lineup is, is what? You can't it's, be your it's, starting it's, four. It's, it's Jimmy. It's, who's the fifth piece in that group? I mean, if, if you don't have Duncan anymore, who's the fifth that, piece? That, that's the kicker. We have to find out if Duncan will be there or not. Otherwise, they may need to address that. I mean, I guess with the mid-level you're exception, small, you're, you're super small. You realize that. I mean, I mean, if you're if you're playing Demar at the four with Bam at the five, you are small. I mean, I mean, Doug McDermott. Okay, I mean that's a name we've talked about. I mean, he's, I like Doug as a as a Duncan replacement. I love Doug as a Duncan yeah. replacement. But Jimmy I just, Doug six eight. I just need. But again, splitting the mid-level, maybe you start Batum. Um, I, I don't know. There could be other, you know, and then you have DeRozan, Lowry, and Jimmy. I, I don't love the spacing there. But this will lead me to the point that I wanted to get to when I raised my hand. Just remember, guys, in 2006, when that team came together, and Ethan, I'm not talking about you. Like, Dan no, Levitard has brought this up. No, you are like, talking about me. I hated, the, I hated the construction of that team. No, but listen, Dan Levitard has said, I have seen teams with pieces that don't fit win championships. That was his exact words. Right. I believe. I believe it was in the big three rant when LeBron came and like that, that applies here. We didn't get LeBron and Bosch and we haven't got anyone yet. As I call them, we still, cause that's just how I roll. But like, I just would caution people as to like looking at the fit and getting all like in the weeds about how it works basketball wise. Cause it's just too early for that. We don't know what the rest of the roster will look like. Well, well the other point is, and you've made this many times. If you go back to 2005, 2006, okay. The off season of 2005, when I hated the moves that they made, maybe cause I was an Eddie Jones stan, Okay. Or whatever. But the reality is I, I was like, how is Antoine Walker going to play the three on this team? Cause the league was starting to get a little bit smaller that wasn't going to work. I wasn't sure about sort of how he and Posey would fit together as a platoon, whether Jay Will could be sort of a complementary piece when he'd always had the ball in his hands, go, 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 go in Sacramento. Not only did it work ultimately, basically because Dwayne carried a lot of them, but I mean, the reality is it happened. Okay. But also Jay Will got so conservative in their offense that they had to tell him to go back to white chocolate because he wasn't that at all. So players do change in different circumstances and it could happen. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in a situation where you've got three guys in Lowry and Jimmy and, and, and uh, I mean, Jimmy wants them both here. So you got to figure he's going to try to make this thing work, but, but let's get into some of the other pieces on the roster we haven't talked about. Um, and then I'll, I'll get to a, a quick break and then we'll come back. So what's going to happen with Tyler Hero here, Adam? Because, I mean, uh, you know, where do, where does he go? Because we still think he's going. So you can still package him with Kendrick Nunn. You could package him with Oladipo. You could package him with Iguodala still. Um, a three-teamer with Goron. There's still ways you could go about this. And Colin Sexton. Yeah. So Ariza's bird rights too, if you send him somewhere. So if there's a guy you like enough that you want to fill that that big versatile four pos- position, uh, or if there's another starter out there, if the Demar Derozan thing doesn't materialize, you still have an option. And then I, I mean, still, why why not bring him back? 
if you don't have the options or the contracts to do it now? Why not? Well, okay, there's some behind-the-scenes stuff we've talked about. Uh, we don't know exactly where that stands at the moment, but when we've reported it, that's one of the reasons that we've talked about maybe to be unlikely for, for Tyler to be back. But let me, let me ask this question then. If Dragic is not back, which we're assuming now he's not going to be because of obviously using his contract, and none is not back, likely, and, and we've heard about a couple of teams for Kendrick. I don't know if you want to uh, throw them out there, Adam, but there's a couple of teams that w- they're the kind of teams we expected for Kendrick. I'll just leave it out there. Get teams where he can be in, uh, an, immediate, an immediate score. Go ahead. Go ahead. D- Detroit OKC. Yeah, right. The types of teams we expected for Kendrick, team that might overpay a little bit for a guy who can put the ball in the basket, reasonably young, close enough to timelines as those teams grow where he becomes a young vet for those teams. That That's exactly the type of team we thought that Kendrick may end up with. And my information has been Detroit for a while, so you've added OKC to that. Um, but if, if Nunn is not here and Dragic is not here, from a basketball perspective, you could make a pretty strong case that Tyler Hero as a sixth man with the group here He'd be allowed to grow at his own pace, maybe without all the pressure that was put on him last season. And if some of the stuff behind the scenes can be sort of sorted out a little bit that we've alluded to kind of cryptically, um, then maybe it can work, right? I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to go somewhere else. I'll just say this. If um, if Jimmy gets Kyle and DeMar, he's going to feel pretty good. He's going to be pretty happy. And I think that um, if it makes the most sense basketball-wise, I, I just have a feeling that these guys are, are about one thing at this point, and they would look past that kind of stuff. Well, I think that the thing that's clear is Jimmy wants to win now. Um, and we've talked about this all offseason. He wants to win now. It is about that and nothing else. And that's why when we always talked about the Goran situation and whether he would be okay or not okay – there's very few circumstances, I think, where Jimmy would have been okay with Goran going somewhere else, being sacrificed to get Kyle Lowry and potentially DeMar DeRozan is one of those rare situations. So I, I think that's where we're at. Uh, but let's, let, we'll get to a break here in a second, Adam, and then we'll, we'll sort of go through, we'll sort of finalize the rest of the stuff that we have here. But Alex, from a basketball perspective, um, you know, again, we don't know what's going to happen with Robinson. We haven't talked about Deadman maybe bringing him back as sort of a cheap big off the bench, somebody that they, they liked, unless he gets a better offer somewhere else. Uh, but from a basketball perspective, like Alex, where does the shooting come from? If you don't keep Tyler, if you don't keep Duncan, if, if, you know, you don't have Dragic, you don't have none. Like these are all of your shooters. Um, I know there was a Danny green report that was out there. I, I, I haven't confirmed that one to this stage. Also Malik, by Jake Fisher. Oh, Malik Monk. And Malik Monk is another guy we've talked about. Fisher's but I mean, the one who said it on when, when it comes to Danny green. But but they've got to have three. They've got to have uh, three three shooters on the roster, don't they? Somewhere easily, especially if you're talking about with DeRozan, you automatically got to go straight to the shooting. Like that becomes your your. We need you know, the, Max Struess. Oh man, we need Namdi, not not Gabe Vinson. We do need Namdi. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then yeah. yeah, I mean I like that's why I think with the biannual. They may have to plug a, a backcourt spot, a, a shooting spot, a specialist. I mean, like a player like that. Yeah, I mean, look, they gotta go, they gotta go all in on that again. I think like trading Duncan if you get the Rosen is a costly and risky mistake. And I think you it's tough to not do it to pass I, up on I, it. I, I don't know if it's a mistake. I don't think that's no, I'm saying like, it could be, it could be. I should have I should have right. framed that better. It could right. be one because it's like you need to make that work, and at that point. 
and this may be a hot take. I don't know if it is or not. I would rather trade Tyler if you're acquiring DeRozan than Duncan. Like I, I'm. If you're going Lowry DeRozan, you're all in. You're going yeah. all. I understand in. that. Duncan is the immediate better fit, and and that's it. That's. I don't know, man. Like I think you shouldn't be trading these guys. You may be onto something. All right, we're gonna get to our thoughts about how far a team like this could go. And then sort of we'll go into other things we expect tomorrow, other rumors we're hearing. Before we do, I want to tell you about prizepicks.com. Man, you can throw it up there. Use the code 5FIVE at prizepicks.com for all your daily fantasy. Yes, it's still going without the NBA season. It's going with the Olympics. It's going with MLB. And they've got the NFL futures up there. So this is the daily fantasy that, uh, that we play over at Five Reasons Sports. We've got a new show that's going to be starting up here this week, and we're going to take you all the way up into NBA season. So check out prizepicks.com. Use that code F-I-V-E. You guys want to keep the network going? Here's a good way to do it. We get a bonus every time that you guys use the bonus at prizepicks.com. So make sure you use F-I-V-E. That keeps us going, allows us to continue to provide content to you. There it is, prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. You want it to be free, right? You have to go to a paywall to get all the newspaper stuff today? If you don't want it, support our sponsors. We appreciate it. All right, let's get to how far we think a team like this could go. Just with that core four. Let's say that you're able to pull the DeRozan thing off. Also, Adam, you have one more thing on DeRozan here. I, I don't know if you want. Can you rule out any teams for DeRozan that have been out there in the public space? Are you comfortable doing that? Lakers Clippers. I don't think there's a shot he goes there. Okay. And and the reason that I'm mentioning that is because those are the two teams that have been talked about the most. Um, and I have similar information that it's not going to be the Lakers. I had not heard specifically on the Clippers. I know Kawhi opted out. But for all the national media that catches up to us on this stuff, because they're very L.A. and New York-centric, we do not believe he's going to either of the L.A. teams. Okay? I think Jake, Jake Fisher may have also said that earlier this morning, too. And, so. and, and like I said, Jake, Jake has been good on this stuff. He's, he been, uh, he's, 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 a, he's a good follow. Uh, a lot of our information, uh, we're finding that it's sort of doubling up with his at different times, and I think he's getting it legitimately. So that's a guy that you can follow. Um, where else could DeRozan well, – before I get to the, the question I was asking, where else could DeRozan go, guys? Like, where, I mean, New York still? They've got space? Yeah, um, is, is, they need it. They need a scorer. I mean, they need scoring, right? Like, I mean, they need shooting. Too, That's totally the type of team, too. Like after getting, they, they just got into the playoffs. You're like, yeah, just add one more piece. You're gonna be right back in it. DeRozan, Randall, here we go. What do you think? I mean, does that does that make sense for them? I mean, he New Orleans. Is, is he mean, a good fit with Zion? I don't know. Dallas. I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I, these are all reaches. I like yeah. Dallas for DeRozan. That actually makes a lot of sense. Like, they need somebody else who can get to the rim, who can do stuff with the ball. Mm-hmm. I think DeRozan actually makes a lot of sense for Dallas. I, shout out to Ben. Always the best commenter. DeRozan Atlanta makes sense, mm-hmm. too. I yeah. just don't know if that's actually... They need some si- They need some size in the backcourt and on the wing, a little bit more scoring. Uh, we pr- I appreciate that. But any Brandon Ingram news? Man, you, you know what? We'll take some super chat comments, and then we'll pivot back. We're going to be here a little longer. Yeah. Uh, wait, throw, throw that one back on. Manny, appreciate it. Any Brandon Ingram news? Maybe Duncan and Tyler for Ingram. Um, what, what is Adam? What is the situation in New Orleans right now? Because they're clearing space. We know that. They're making a run at Kyle. They're putting it out through national reporters that they're making a run at Kyle. There was a report that they have a meeting with Kyle tomorrow. Um, what, is any of this, do you think, the push for Kyle to try to get something else done with the Heat, maybe, or force the Heat's hand in some way like what are the what are the what is david griffin up to do you think i feel like if they don't end up with kyle 
they're just going to throw a monster sheet at Duncan. Just a huge sheet and tell the Heat, try us. You know, you, you took our guy, we're going to take yours, basically. Um, and honestly, if the Heat are going for DeMar, they might not match, you know? Uh, but I mean, I would, I wouldn't, I don't think the Kyle Lowry thing with New Orleans is, is really anything much. Uh, I, I think they're definitely going for a guard. Okay. Uh, if, if they don't get Kyle, it'll be maybe a Spencer? Norman Powell type Spencer, one of those oh. ca- type of guys, but but not Kyle. Uh, another comment here, and I want to because we're on the Duncan subject from Thomas. Adam, do you think the Heat is prioritizing retaining Duncan or acquiring Demar? Uh, it's acquiring Demar, by the way. I, that's my belief. Uh, also, where is Duncan's offer sheets coming from? So we've kind of discussed that a little bit. Um, the Knicks could make a run at, at Duncan also. They should. Uh, that, right? I mean, that's another thing we've discussed. Right? That, that makes a lot of sense for them. Provide uh, some spacing there for Randall because we saw what happened when the spacing collapsed on him in the first round of the playoffs, and they're run by smarter people than they used to be run by. I think that's a possibility. Um, but I do want to pivot back on the one thing with New Orleans because we did hype up the Brandon Ingram thing, and we do know that Brandon Ingram would be fine with a trade to Miami. We reported that. We're standing by that. Is that actually even – I mean, let's – Let's say that the more thing doesn't work out here. And some Heat fans Still think possible. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, like some people think Brandon Ingram is a better idea than Demar anyway because he but provides absolutely spacing. Is. Right. Here's a path. How about you sign and trade Kendrick to OKC to get your pick unlocked, and then head on back to uh, New Orleans. Right, because that would give the Heat ability to trade the picks. Maybe not to New Orleans because I don't know that they want picks. But no, yes. they, they want to win now. Griff, yeah. Griff needs to save his job <laughs> and keep Zion. So they need you to win Presti, now. You think Presty would unlock the would, would take the protections off for for K None? I think that that should turn into the Heat's number one move if that can if that can happen. I don't know. But do you I see mean, do you see where what, things are going? We have like four or five different moves that are going to be happening simultaneously yeah. for the Heat. They need and then there's the Getting Duncan Robinson. What do you do with Tyler? Do you get Demar? Finalizing do you, do you, Kyle Lowry. Like, do you sign and trade? None. But yeah. the number one thing, though, the number one thing, is still make sure that you secure Kyle Lowry, right? Because if, yeah. if you if you don't, regardless of what people think of a 35, 36 year old point guard on a three year deal, if oh, you yeah. don't secure Kyle Lowry, then a lot of this stuff was pointless. You're you're losing Jimmy's best friend in the team and not bringing in his best friend in the league. Uh, I think that's a bad route to go down for just from a chemistry standpoint. But also, I mean, the Heat have been acting for a while, I can tell you behind the scenes. Like, Kyle Lowry is theirs. If they yeah. lose him now, it's not just us now. It's everybody. It's heat-friendly it's, it's heat reporters who have reported it. Okay? It's heat out there. Reporters. No, but it's it's in the space, Adam. No, like, it's, it's not true. just us. You, you it's, picked up Goran's option, guys. Like, that is the biggest I, tell ever. They literally took themselves out of the free agency space. Right. They have to get Kyle Lowry now. They, they have to, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's not – Right. It, it, it's been in the works since the day the Raptors crashed out of the bubble. Right. That day. That's the first time if you go back, you'll hear any of us talk about it. And what's interesting with the Heat and all this stuff is we always talk about it. They always cycle back to the same guys, always. And it's always the guy from the very beginning, just like it was with Jimmy Butler, and now it is with Kyle Lowry. And they secured Jimmy, even when there were a lot of things that could have fallen apart. Andy worked magic at the end. 
to get it done with the whole screw up with Dallas and a bunch of other screw ups that haven't been reported that weren't the Heat's fault. They figured it out that day. They got that thing done when it didn't look like it was going to get done. It cost them. It cost them. They're still dealing with it, the whole KC thing and everything else, dumping Harkless. All right. But they got it done. Now they're in a position where they have to get this done. They have the best cap guy in the business to get it done in terms of creativity. Our only concern, I think, all along, guys, has been when they're trying to do so many things at once <laughs> that, that sometimes you can lose everything, right? If you don't, like, as Pat always says, keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is Kyle Lowry, right? Like, when they get to Rose and they don't get to Rose, and if they come out of this without Kyle, it's not a success. I, that's yeah. where I'm. Is at. it is it dramatic to say if they don't get Kyle, it's kind of like a it's it's a semi disaster? Like, <laughs> it could be if they don't rebound, they'd have to make a significant trade for no. a player that we're it's, not it's e- that we've never even talked about. Yes, I think it's yeah, no, it's total disaster. disaster. I'm I'm with you, but that's why they don't. They, they don't set themselves in the spot that they just did today unless they have an indication that it's going to work the way that they need it to work. They, there's just no way that they would have punted on the flex, the little flexibility they still had uh, if they didn't have something like that in the works. Now, all the other moves, the DeMar stuff, the next mm-hmm. piece, that all TBD to be confirmed. But I think, Kyle, uh, I, I mean, I think we all would say, like, we're, we're very confident there. All right. Um, I, I was going to go to you. I got one more sponsor we want to get to here because uh, we appreciate our sponsors here. We want you guys to check out boozebandage.com. That's right. This is a new sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Before you drink, I don't have one yet. I'm having them sent to me. Uh, but boozebandage.com, before you drink, it's got vitamin A in it. Uh, basically, it will keep you. There you go. Manny's got it. 20% off, go to boozebandage.com, and you will not have a hangover the next day, okay? So we're not encouraging drinking, certainly not drinking and driving, but if you're going to do it, you want to feel better the next day so you can follow all the heat-free agency news, so go to boozebandage.com. Use the code 5RSN there, 5RSN there, to get 20% off. we got your CBD, we got your booze bandage, uh, so you can recover from whatever it is you do on a given night with the CBD and with the booze bandage. So check that out, 20% off boozebandage.com. All right, let's uh let's get to the next part of this which is the Lowry money. Because I don't think a lot of people have heard us say this. We talk about a lot of stuff on our chats that, <laughs> that I forget about by the time we actually pod or stream or whatever. Um it's been known that Kyle's trying to get like 30 million a year, but that's not necessarily what the number would be from the heat, right Adam? Like it doesn't it, it, I mean it doesn't have to no. be that, that much to play. It, it can't be anymore. Legitimate. Right, it, that's it the can't thing. be. Right, so they they know what the number is going to be. My projection on all this has been three for seventy-five. That's so. There's no worry that the Pelicans can outbid them. I mean, they can outbid them. They can but, technically now, but that's they, why. Why would the Heat have done that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this is back to the original point. Can right. I? And I wanted to ask a question about that because. I was of the the mind that even if and, and look I'm that's, I'm just kind of going through stuff in my head as I drive Uber at night, just kind of like uh, wouldn't it? I was thinking, wouldn't it have just made sense for them to keep Dragic in and, and accept his option, even if they didn't have something lined up, just to kind of be players in the trade market going, but whether it's now in the short term or in the you know next trade deadline, if if nothing were to happen, uh, but then. In- 
In theory, know, yes. Because you guys are talking about how in they theory, don't have room anymore. But, but if they were to do that tomorrow when free agency goes live, they have no cap space. They literally have zero cap space. So it's like, do you want to go into the first day of free agency with no leverage? And I, I don't think they wanted to do that. They pounded that point home to Toronto. That's why I feel like a deal likely has been um consummated like verbally they're you know not gonna say that out loud but like that's the, all of the signposts are there you know what i mean that connection right so so there is so let, let's put it at a percentage okay for for people who you know again are goran Dragic fans and understandably seven should go in the rafters I, there's to me there's no question about that um he kind of got caught between eras a little bit here which is unfortunate you know if, if chris bosh doesn't get the blood clots on the day that that Goran's acquired, you know, they, that team maybe goes to the finals. I mean, that's the way that team was constructed. I he stayed, no stayed through it. Well, I know you believe it. He stayed through it. They went 30 and 11 during that stretch, largely powered by him and Dion and J- James Johnson, to be honest, um, more so than anybody else. And then he obviously, you know, he took them in a lot of ways to the finals and then couldn't complete the job, but tried to, and gave himself very short recovery time before this season, and obviously it was disappointing, but he still had moments. Like, this is not going to be easy for Heat, for the casual Heat fan that doesn't follow the salary cap, that doesn't understand why they've had to do certain things. This is going to be a tough sell. And, and remember, Heat fans haven't really been in the building very much in the past year and a half either, so I, some disconnect when they're not going to games, and then they're just going to know Goron's not there. Uh, if they're not going to have Goron, and we all believe they're not going to have Goron, what would you put the percentage at that Goron plays another game for the Heat? 10%? Zero. Okay. I mean, it's, it's low. Damn. It, the it, fans it, will be fine as long as they're winning. <laughs> but they I mean, have to do something if, if you look at it now, though. It's not, you can't defer it and not have Goran Dragic for the right. start of next season, right? Like, uh, it has to and, be now. And, and not only that, but if you look at it, they're, they're getting a guy that's older than Goron. Right. Who missed, as much, who missed as much time as Goran did last season, right. by the way. <laughs> I mean, whether it was intentional or not, and it halfway was. Listen, the first time Jimmy gets in front of a camera and he talks about Kyle, Heat fans will be in. 100%. I understand that, but they have to get – that's why I'm saying, though, you have to get Kyle. Like, you can't, you can't come out of this without Kyle saying we're kicking the can down the road till, oh, yeah. till, the, till, till the trade deadline, but you're coming into the season without Goran Dragic – because you packaged him for somebody else. Like, you, you, I mean, this has to be you're right. constructed in a way that you're getting your target. And, you know, it's you send out, you know, you do the tribute video and you send out, you know, a, a press release and talk about how great Goron was for the team and for the community and how much you'll miss him. You do an Instagram post and all of that stuff, which they're going to do, I'm sure. Okay, they do the right thing that way. But you... But you you have to get a guy. No, you can't. If you just... don't get Lowry, I'm not putting lipstick on that pig guy. So don't worry. Like I am <laughs> not going to help traffic that. Don't. I know. You, I know the so, bad side of you takes over. But I'm you're not, not in on like, Dinwiddie is Plan B, like sign and trade Goron Stop and something it. else. Dinwiddie and Danny Green is not going to make you feel better about that. Trade, okay? trade that Jimmy. Trade Jimmy at that point. Oh wow. Uh, let's. If anybody has any other super chats, we'll make sure to read them. <laughs> They're not trading Jimmy. Here we go. Heat better. Will the heat will the heat allow the new number seven to wear number seven? I I think out of respect he won't. Better out not. of respect for for Jimmy's relationship with Goron too. I I would be surprised. I think they'll find another number for give Kyle. Him one, because one, it, one number down. Just give him six. I think it'll be fine. Seventy-seven. Uh, uh yes. Yeah, well, I mean, you want to give him Mario Chalmers' number? Uh, George. Oh, oh, shit, George. No, I sorry. You know I was LeBron guy. George Hoyos uh, comes in. Thanks for the uh, the donation here. Oladipo or Sexton updates. 
Uh, it's been very quiet on Vic. Um, do we do we think there's still a chance of retaining him, I or do. do we do we think he just takes a low deal somewhere else? That's probably more likely. Although the bird rights thing is super interesting for him, he has the most earning potential in Miami. I think that they could look at him with that biannual. But now, like with this roster construction conversation we've had during this show, like they may need to allocate those resources towards a specialist versus a player like Oladipo. But again, I mean, all this is pending. Like if you don't get DeRozan, Oladipo makes a ton of sense. Uh, Adam, any any chance sticks back? You're getting rid of a bunch of guards this summer. Bring back Oladipo. Yeah. Bring him back. You got to keep You gotta keep somebody, one of those guards, one of those free agents. And I think Depot is the one that's going to have a really murky market. Like, I don't know who's going to give him big money. I guess the one, like, of course, we would all love him back for the cheap in a vacuum. I just think, like, what if somebody offers him a one-year deal, you know, around 10 mil or 9 mil, just something more than the Heat could offer. And it's like, well, if I'm going to get a prove deal anyways, might as well go for the money. Uh, let's get to this one. Uh, thanks. I, I it was it Big Rat three ten. Is that what that is? A uh, friend of mine in New Orleans with ties to the front office believes New Orleans is prepared to offer Kyle thirty five million in response to our pursuit. Odds percentage of losing him to that. Well, that's about ten million more than we're expecting. The Heat are going to be in, you know, looking to, to get him. Well, over the course of the deal. Yeah, over the course of the deal. Over yeah. the course of the deal. It's um, not nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 a lot. I mean, is. First thing, I mean, let's just look at it from New Orleans' perspective. Is that is that even good business? Like, I, I mean, right? Awful I mean, business. I think it is. It's awful. Wait, and wait, I feel wait, like wait, it's, wait, 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 no, hold on, hold on. Let Alex get in. You, you think it is? You think it's? You think paying paying Kyle Lowry one hundred and five million dollars over three years um, to, to as the piece to keep Zion in New Orleans? That that's well, apparently that's good business. Apparently, the the stuff with Zion being upset has just been floating around. Like I keep hearing all these different podcasts and reporters, and people keep talking about it like it's this known thing. And it's, if it's that serious with Zion, not that he's gonna you know leave or, or dip immediately, but if if he's already upset and it's just kind of like demanding that they do something, I think Lowry is a great fit. Now, maybe it's not the smartest so, thing to go after a thirty five year old point guard two seasons into your franchise player, like to make the all in move now. And I get that, but if you are gonna make that move now. Lowry makes a whole lot of sense for the Pelicans if if you're asking me. Like I just think over they could be three, a playoff uh, team uh, if they uh, keep over th- over three years. So you're talking about when Zion hits his prime in two or three years, Kyle's going to be. And I know we've had this age discussion about age with the Heat with Kyle, but but Bam's not looking to leave. Bam's locked in here. Jimmy's going to sign an extension here this off season. So I mean, if Kyle misses some time, it's not the end of the world. If Kyle misses time in New Orleans yeah, on the second over. or third year of a contract, he's making thirty five million dollars a year. You think Zion's first thing? I don't think there's any chance Zion's staying past the end of this contract anyway. Okay, he's still got Ingram too. He he may be the first rookie that doesn't sign his first deal and gets out of there on the rookie deal. He's headed to a bigger market. That's why they're going after Kyle. But Kyle is not. Kyle's not going to keep Zion. No. That's like trade every pick you have and go get Bradley Beal. That's how you show Zion. You know what I mean? Like that's the chance you take. You don't. But it's the same or, thing. Or, the or Dame, like, or Dame, one of the exactly, one of those two. Like, Damon Beal is on a completely different category. Like everybody understands, that's the obvious move to make. You go all in for that. I just but think they have Lowry the draft capital. A, he's you know? a he's a ceiling raiser and a floor raiser. That's how I think about that's, Kyle. So, I think, true. I think so, he's Alex, exactly the type of player they need to make a playoff push. Not that so, they're going to so you're, you're telling the Pelicans to renounce Josh Hart, renounce Lonzo, and then give Kyle thirty five million. <laughs> 
Yeah. Which is all their space. So, so your haul that you got for Anthony Davis. The haul of the Brandon Hart. Still Lonzo and Josh. Those are two big pieces that you got for for... players. Okay. Hey, I'm just telling you. I think the thing is, is that all it would do to the to the listeners or the viewers' question, all it would do is probably raise his price tag to Miami by a million or two. Um, it would not, I don't believe, compromise his ability to still get to Miami. It would just be a matter of Miami making some certain financial concessions. <laughs> Royal's comment here. I'm not reading because that, that'll get aggregated. Zion to Miami confirmed by five reasons. No, you just wasn't. read it. I just read it. You're right. I should have done that. Uh, Juan <laughs> Hernandez, thanks for the donation, but we need a comment though. Send a comment. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you in here. Um, I, all right. So, I, I, look. I mean, let, but let's ask honestly though. I mean, what is the number? What is the number where Kyle decides he's not going to go play with his buddy in the place he really wants to play? I mean, money isn't everything, but it's something, right? I mean, it, it, can Dallas can Dallas Adams still get in on the conversation here for him? No, I think they it's going to Willie Stein's contract because yeah, they picked yeah. up, yeah, Willie Colley Stein. Willie kind of Stein. I'll I'll say for me the number to for him to not go to Miami is thirty one, thirty one million. <laughs> okay. It's very specific. <laughs> One mil over 30. <laughs> I have to say it's very specific. Specific I mean, for a reason. Okay. I mean, has this ever happened? I'm just trying to think, Greg, historically. Has there ever been a situation where the Heat, where a team came over the top of the Heat financially to get the guy? Like, I don't feel like that's why they've lost out on people before. Only on mid-level guys. Only on, like, the Charlie right. Bells and the Tyler Mo Williams Johnson. pursuits. Oh, God. Charlie you know Bell, I mean? man. I mean, seriously. Well, I they, take they, you back. Like, that's they, what I'm they, here but for. But they, they've had some out there? pursuits. Um, yeah. but, wait, what, what was the story with Mo Williams going all the way back? They they, they lost out on Mo, right? But it Yeah, because all, all they had was the mid-level, and they tried to convince him to come to a more winning situation, ooh, and he ooh. took the money. Oh, James. James, you, you, just, you just hit on Adam's favorite topic here oh yeah uh, uh thank you for the donation james could the heat get jeremy grant from detroit um do you have actual information on this adam or is this just something an idea that you like i, I that's idea. why I, okay because okay, I, I don't think it's a fun actual, one i don't think oh, we have man. actual information on it um all right here's another one this is from steven uh thank you again could cj mccullum still be in play What's going on in Portland? You're the guy who broke the Dame stuff before everybody else, Adam, nationally. Uh, what, what's the latest there? I don't think he not, – not a Miami guy for CJ. I do think he still gets moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think if you look at it, Portland is more of a we'll give you CJ for Ben Simmons, and mm-hmm. Philly's like, no, we want Dame for Ben. You know, that's the kind of tug of war that we're in right now. I'm going to trade CJ for Ben. <laughs> Are, are the reports of basically Daryl Morey asking for like the ghost of Wilt Chamberlain um, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his prime for Ben Simmons? Are these accurate reports that are getting out there right now, or are they just to make absolutely? Morey, or are they just to make Daryl look bad? Uh, no, those are actual reports because if you're if you're Daryl Morey and you have Ben Simmons, I either want Dame or Beal, mm-hmm. or give me everything else that you have for those other teams from those other teams. Do you have Dame? No. Give me everything that you have. But but isn't his value so somewhat diminished at this stage? I, I, that's what I don't understand. It, it's not diminished. No, he's still a superstar. Not a superstar, a star. He's still a star, a star. top star. three defender in the league. He brings you something that no one else does. Yeah. He's a star. Oh, yeah. he he's on does. a max deal. He's still young. He's very marketable. 
The people mm-hmm. that are saying he has negative value do are not. Are we talking about Ben Simmons right now? We yes, are. you are. You can, turn <laughs> can we talk about something else? What are we doing right now? Uh, the listeners th- don't care about this. Uh, he, he, has, he has value. <laughs> th- th- thank you, Brett, the movie guy. Chances Bugs Bunny signs with us. Uh, I'm not. Didn't, I don't. I didn't see Space Jam. Why did we read that one? <laughs> I'm not sure because they sent us money. Sorry, we're getting a little. It's been a long ass day, man. I had other plans today. All right, Dag, uh, from Dagies, Dan McDaniel. What's Plan B just in case we don't get Lowry? Let's talk about that. Let I, we all believe they're getting Kyle Lowry. The Heat believe they're getting Kyle Lowry. Okay, they're consistent on that. Okay, let's say they don't get Kyle Lowry. I mean, I they they have to pivot to another point guard, right? You can't sell the fan base on Spencer Dinwiddie. Goran Dragic. At nineteen million dollars. Dinwiddie is the second best option. I think. Can, we, can, can you get a first rounder but, for Goran? But how do they do that? Like now they're in a situation where with Goran, you would have to be able to find another team that wants to take him well, on. And I feel like, like I don't know, like would Brooklyn want to take on Goran? <laughs> Not at 19 million. I, I don't think that they'd stay below the hard cap. I mean, shit. I, I don't know if you could somehow get Brooklyn to take on Goron and something else. We're and actually, then maybe Dinwiddie's the backup plan, but Bro- I don't know Brooklyn may not be subject to hard cap rules anymore, actually. I have to look that up. There's 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 a few teams I'm not really sure about right now, to be honest. Um, also, wasn't there one of them? That the, the sex and stuff was, was kind of like done now ever since the draft. I heard no, that. The- no, TBD. no, no. We just said it, we just said it wouldn't happen until the draft. That's it. That's- no, no, no. I- I'm saying. And that then afterwards, the update was we'll wait until after the draft, see yeah. where things land. No, but I'm and, saying I, I would say. I think uh, it's a dark horse option for Miami. That's my personal opinion, not based on intel. Colin Sexton is a dark horse option. Not a point guard, though. I was referring to yeah, and I, I, agree, I would agree with that scoring guard. I'll take him regardless. But I was just referring to I can't remember who it was, but there was people saying that. The Rubio, the Rubio trade and drafting Mobley signaled to them that Sexton was going to be staying, that they weren't going to move him. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember who it was at the time who said it, but I was just one of sure. the people that you, you want to pay reliable info. You want to pay uh, Jared Allen and Colin Sexton max contracts and then not have any money to do anything else and, and be and be tenth in the East until the end of time, basically. Uh, That's couple, what they do. A couple more guys. On, I'll get to your comment. Oh, he's checking in here. We'll, we'll get What's to that comment there in a second. Uh, but let, let's get to a couple more guys that we talked about a lot, uh, but we just want to see where they may head. We don't think they're coming to Miami. Uh, it looks like John Collins is going to resign in Atlanta. Is that is that where that's headed, Adam? Probably. Or San Antonio. Okay. And the and the other one is Lonzo Ball. A uh, lot, lot of noise about him with a couple of different teams. Chicago was one. That's Dallas. One. Dallas. You think it's Chicago still? Chris Haynes came out, um, he was on NBA TV earlier today and said that it appears as if a marriage is likely or a relationship is likely something like that. I'm probably, I'm paraphrasing totally. I'm not, I don't mean to misquote Chris Haynes. He's an awesome dude. Met him at all-star weekend and he was very nice. Um, but he said, there's going to be a marriage between Lonzo ball and Chicago. And you know, he knows what's going on with that guy. Chris has a relationship with the ball family. So I, I, I think he's fairly plugged in there. Um, all right, uh, one more time, Alex. Go. Oh, I was just pointing to this guy who just donated right now. Oh, well, there we go. Sure we got to him, Brian Drake. Let's get to it. Okay, thank you for the donation. Boogie, Javale, Drummond, Deadman, or Cantor, rank and fit. Wow. Okay. Also, no, that's uh, no, 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 Deadman. No, no. Deadman. He, he gave us a good sum of money here, so I, I got, I got to answer the question. Also, the Wizards jumped, uh, jumped us with the Howard deal. 
I believe. All right, let, let, let's get to the bigs. Um, but thank you for the Deadman comments there. Uh, Boogie, Boogie Javel, remember that Boogie was out there all last season. They didn't take a look at him uh, in any significant way. Uh, throw it back up. I need the names again, please, Manny. Throw it back up. I'm old. I forget stuff. Okay. Uh, there we go. Boogie. J- He's just effing with me now. Boogie, JaVale, Drummond, Deadman, or Cantor. All right, well, first, I haven't heard them associated with Cantor in any way. Uh, JaVale, no. I, what, what is a reasonable price for Deadman, guys? Like, what? I mean, he was really good at what they asked him to do last year. Minimum. Just the minimum? Yeah, yeah, minimum. I don't think he played himself into anything over that. The biannual? Not long enough. I, I feel like the Heat are going to have bench needs that – uh, transcend Deadman that they need to spend that money on. I, I just I think that they're going to use like a, let's say a portion of the mid level to Adams reporting about uh, Nick Batum, split it between Batum and another big. Like I, I just don't know that they would then take the biannual and also spend it on another big. I would rather Javale than Drummond. I'll say that. Well, he he fills a role without expecting to do too much. That's that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, he could actually I, like still be a lob threat and rebound yeah. and protect the rim. Like Drummond is just out there missing layups. But so much smoke about Drummond guys for so long. Can we deny it? I mean, the smoke I, I, is so I, heavy. I, I I had heard that Pat's gonna find a way to get one traditional big on this roster, one way or the other. Just don't pay uh, me, and please. I'm just I that's 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 what as I'm saying. As long as it's not Hassan, I'm okay, I, guys. I heard I, I well. I would take know. back Hassan over Drummond. Hey, Hassan's working out hard here locally. If we're you know, talking they, about they, they Drummond, going to cost you money. That's I'm the guy. The By the way, yeah, there are three guys. I, I I reported this incorrectly today. I said the core is Jimmy and Bam. The core, of course, is Jimmy Bam and UD. Uh, that that we, we've got to say that. All right. We got five minutes left here. I'm going to tell you one more time about therapist referred, and then we're just going to take your comments as quickly as possible. Okay, super chats. We're just going to take take them. We weren't planning on doing more than 30 minutes tonight, but what the hell? Uh, we got a lot more stuff to get to tomorrow. Remind you about therapist preferred. Go now. Support our sponsors. That supports us. This is premium CBD. Check it out. They also got the sports cream, which they sent me as well, which is really cool. The green um, apple ones if are you fire. Work he loves the green apple. I like the strawberry lemonade. Go to therapistpreferred.com, 25% off. Make sure you're using that code five reasons, and you get the shipping taken care of there too. So it'll come to you probably within a week, um, and you can try it out yourself. And, uh, you know, actually thinking – you know, some people who use our sponsors, we're actually going to bring them here on the stream. So you can, we can, uh, we'll give you, we'll give you a little shine for helping us out here over five reasons. All right, let's get to it. Uh, we're going to blitz. If you got super chat comments, we're going to go through them real quick. Uh, this one comes on, and I apologize for the pronunciation here. That's something I'm bad at. Adeshkar Supnath. Did I get that right? I think so. Uh, what, what about Marcus Smart? All right, we we reported uh, that the Heat poking around there basically with Marcus Smart, and of course. Boston picked up Josh Richardson, reshuffling the deck a little bit. Um, Adam, anything more on that? No. Uh, I heard, actually, the first time I heard it was a month and a half ago that they were going to call and check in and see if they can get him if he's a feasible guy that they can get, but nothing else. Okay. All right. So that's where they're at uh, with Marcus Smart. Is Miami interested in an Avery Bradley reunion? This comes from, from Curtis. I saw that reported today. I um, so Would that, that surprise you, I, can cl- I don't know. Yeah, I'll clarify it. So um, what was said by Shams was that uh, the previous teams he's played for and contenders are going to be strongly interested. And then one of the Heat blogs took that and said, the Miami Heat are seriously interested because they just qualify as one of those teams. 
I, there's nothing going there. They are moving on from the Avery Bradley experiment. The greatest ability for the Heat is availability. Um, I think that I, I would be surprised if they made another run at Avery Bradley, but who knows? Get the best comment. Uh, Alana, I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name. I apologize for that. There's no chance I'm actually going to do that here live. Is, uh, this comes in from George. Is Buddy an option? See, Alana, if your last name was as easy as that, I would do it. Is Buddy an option if they can't get DeRozan? Um, what do we think happens with Buddy Heald, guys? He gets moved for nothing, and it surprises everybody. Yeah, I'm with Adam, but not to the Heat. I mean, he almost got moved for Kuz and Harold with no picks, so, so I, I believe so it. nothing. <laughs> this is another exactly. case of this is another case of Sacramento drafting guys, overdrafting guys, right? Then once they get to a certain level, not paying them, with the exception of Fox, drafting more guys to take their place to push them out of the way. Endless cycle of futility. All right, this one comes in from Big Rad three I, three ten. Please no no UD. They're tight with money. I'm not reading that, even though you sent me money. I can't I can't read what? that. UD will be bad. It's not like UD is getting in the way of other moves. He's not, he's, not, he's not getting in the way. He's not getting in the way. UD can stay there forever as far as UD gave you literally he's part the of best, the PowerPoint, man. He gave you the best three minutes of the entire season, and nobody could argue otherwise with me on that. Seriously, Alex and I were there. Best three minutes. Only thing I'm gonna remember about that entire season were those three minutes in the postgame presser. He 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 made his money there. You can come back, UD, anytime. By the way, if you ever when you retire, podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Announcement related to a former Heat player about that tomorrow. There's a tease. Um, this one comes in from uh, I can't read D- DB22. Any chance Kawhi and Kyle is it possible? Zero. Zero. Kawhi is just going to resign uh, for more money, right? The same thing with Chris Paul. Yes. Uh, this one comes in from Kendall Smith. Let Lowry wear seven. I, I don't think they're I, – I That's think a clutch that, corner guy. That'll be worked at behind the scenes. Oh, man. Uh, Welcome that, to the clutch corner. Uh, Welcome. Why, bro? Dragic slander. That's appropriate. No, that, that number is going to the rafters. Alex, this comes in. Do you believe Ty, Tyler likely gets traded? I still believe Tyler likely gets traded, yes. Yes. Have you come off of that, Adam? No. I'm, I'm still on it, but, I mean, it's – you don't have the contracts anymore. That's true. That's all. Chase a bit. Erica, thanks for the donation, but no comment. If you have a comment, we'll read it. Proudly packed. If DeMar falls through, Tim Hardaway Jr. be an option. Greg, you've had some information on this. Uh, looks like Tim's likely going back to Dallas, right? Yeah, so I poked around on this when I heard that, you know, it, it kind of came up again. It sounds like Tim Hardaway Jr. is pretty certain that he's heading back to Dallas, uh, so much so that he is on vacation as free agency starts tomorrow. That's usually a good sign. Although it's not oh, usually a good sign. I thought he was here in Miami. I saw a video of him like yesterday shooting around here. Is he back? I don't know. Dwayne was on vacation and he never came back to Miami. So that didn't work out very well. Anyway, 2016. This is what comes in from uh, Chargers boys. With all these potential moves, will they still have money for a Jimmy Butler extension? It does not affect it. Um, they're going to they're gonna offer Jimmy the extension and Jimmy's going to take it. We're staying consistent with that information. Yeah. And the uh, reason why no is impact. the hard... And don't mean to interrupt you, Ethan, but the reason why is that that extension number would go in in subsequent seasons, so it would not have any ramifications on the hard cap that they would be uh, limited by right now. And remember, you're bringing in Jimmy Butler's players, so you're committing to Jimmy Butler. Um, Christian Cardis, New Orleans still Tyler's likeliest new home. I don't know if we've had a likeliest new. You think so, Adam? I don't know if we've ever about Duncan. I think we said that about Duncan at one stage. I don't know if we've necessarily pinpointed it for Tyler, right? I, I would say yes, just based off of the fact that the only other name other than Colin that we've heard is Brandon Ingram. 
I'm going so, Oklahoma yes. City. They wanted him when uh, when all that Russ West stuff yeah. and Chris Paul stuff was going around. So I'm going OKC. And he's on the right timeline, and they're giving the extension to Shea uh, to to uh, to uh, Gilgis Alexander. So he that that would be a fit there. Um, so because of from Mr. Loudpack, what about Isaiah Thomas and Jeremy Lin? Isaiah Thomas is represented by the same agent that represents Jimmy. I know that the Heat took a look at him last. Oh God! <laughs> what what was the question? I'll try to pick up here. Isaiah Maybe. Thomas. Ah, it's not, no, it's not even an option. <laughs> hey, Isaiah Thomas is a hooper. And Jeremy Lin, geez, that's not an option. No. <laughs> Are you know, Nets, I will okay. say, I will say, there's one thing that I could definitely see. I could definitely see uh, Schroeder getting moved to Dallas. Kristaps getting moved to the Kings, and Buddy getting moved to, to the Lakers. I could see that happening. Oh. God. That's fun. No, it's not fun with Buddy going to the Lakers. It's not fun. You cannot let Buddy go to the Lakers. That guy, like I know he's been playing in Sacramento, Eaton's back. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Ah, we got too hot with too much information here. The heat shut down my feet. No, I just it just totally disappeared. Many get off. Ethan Net. I haven't showered today. Uh, okay. There, yeah, there we go. Uh, all right. I don't know what I was saying beforehand. Go. All right, give us a couple more since we're still here. Uh, this one comes in from Milan. Can the Heat get DeRozan without losing Duncan? They can. Good question. They can. Uh, if if uh, you know if the Iguodala thing had gone a little bit differently, I think they would have. Um, but the odds, Adam, are not great, right? I mean, even if they had Iguodala, it's still low because he's a free agent, right? right. But I mean, at the time, Iguodala was making fifteen million, which he will not be this time around. Right. Uh, this one comes in from Miles. Adding Lowry and Demora puts the Heat where in the East? It's kind of what we were getting at earlier. Third, behind who? Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Yeah, but because of, uh, but but we don't but we don't know what Philadelphia's situation is, right? We don't know I what know anyone's what gonna look like. It's too early for this, guys. It, it, it put him ahead of Atlanta. We don't know what Atlanta's gonna look. I'll put like. him ahead of Atlanta and Philly if they get Kyle and Demar. Okay, uh, this one comes in uh, from Shambaz. Are we still beating the Bucks, Nets, or Atlanta if we get Kyle and Demar? What's our ceiling? I think it depends on the shooting, right? Yeah. Really? I mean, but you, and, and you the have rebound. the talent to do it. Come on now. You have the talent. You have the veterans. You have guys who have won before. You have guys that have incentive to work together to make this work. Uh, you're going to have a happy group of guys that want to play together. I mean, the recipe is there. Bulldogs, like, I don't know. I like it. Uh, Adeshra comes in. Goran, come back if he gets traded. Get by. No, he cannot come back until after – this season he, he would not be able to come back to the heat that rule was put in a few years ago i believe because gary payton years ago was traded right and then brought back to boston was that what it was or boston trade it had something to do with the celtics and they put that rule in afterwards to make sure that a player couldn't be traded and then brought back uh this one comes in from isaac if we lose duncan robinson does it mean more minutes for Struess? yeah i i tweeted that today they like max Struess a lot they really do and they think that there are some elements of his game that actually may come together. Not that he's going to be the type of shooter Duncan is. I mean, again, you're talking about Duncan's an all-world shooter. But they, there are elements of Struess's game that they think can maybe develop a little bit faster. He's got a physicality to him. Um, I they think, think he see, could be a movement a shooter yes. like Duncan. That would be pretty interesting. They, they do, I, I they thought they're scouting. And like if they really are that high on Struess, that's definitely they, they also think he can be a plus rebounder for the position. And he can be at least an average defender, at least from a physicality standpoint. So he's somebody to watch in summer league. By the way, 
We were going to do a pod tonight with Brady Hawk and all the undrafted guys, a lot of which are going to be playing in the summer league. We'll do that probably in about 48 hours. We've got to let some of this stuff settle. Uh, this comes in from Curtis. Will the team, will the team <laughs> tell Kyle he must get into heat shape? That's an interesting one. Um, I don't know that they're going to go back to the days of the Tim Hardaway fat clause. Um, if you remember that one, Tim, Tim had two clauses, the three, the three assist, the three to one assist to turnover thing, which he absolutely despised. And the and body, a, and the, <laughs> and the body, body fat percentage. percentage clause. Those are two crazy clauses. I've and never he got weighed like all the time, Ethan. I know, oh, you I, know, I, this, I, so. I, I, I loved covering Tim and I just, I, I felt bad for Tim because Zoe was like the, the good soldier, right? Like Zoe was the yeah. one, like if you sat in front of Zoe yeah. after Ice the game, bath, it was whatever yeah. Pat said, it was yeah. whatever Pat said, he just parroted Pat like for twice as long usually, but like, he, he, but Tim, it was the, the, my, my best thing. And I know people don't want to hear about this. My best thing with Tim was you could get Tim to say anything as a reporter, anything. He would repeat the last thing that you said. He always, so it was like, it was always the whole the Nick Mavetta story. I'll tell that another time. Our more comments. This is the Adam, Adam just sent money for the, hold on, hold on. Let's get to it. The let Adam go eat dinner challenge, All right? Adam, get the hell out of here. I'll take two more super chat comments. You hear from heat better. Did the Heat get in the conversation from for Joe Ingles? I, I like this I, one. I know you like it, but we haven't heard it, right? This is two different things. You like yeah. it from an analysis, how fit, yeah. fit perspective, uh, but we haven't really heard it. Uh, and any and from Miles, any news on the Nets Big Three extending KD? Uh, Adam, before you go, have you heard anything on the Nets? Nothing. All right, go eat dinner. All right, thanks Why would they send those guys? Like, that, 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 thanks, everybody, for participating. Try to aggregate accurately. Uh, we're trying to just distinguish between moves we would like and moves we've actually heard or possibilities. Uh, we will be around tomorrow. Check out the ther- therapist preferred. The code is five reasons. Uh, excuse me, five RS. Did I screw that up? It's five reasons. Why, why did I screw that up? Uh, also, uh, it's booze bandage. It's five RSN. I apologize for the confusion. Uh, 5RSN for Booze Bandage for 20% off. And then prizepicks.com, use the code 5. That's three different codes. I'll try to put them up on the Twitter. Thanks for following, everybody. We'll put this on the pod feed as well. And then we'll be here on the streams and the pods. We'll be switching off. So make sure you subscribe, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, or here. And you'll get a notification when stuff comes up. Also, Brady will be writing stories for the site. Um, Child labor laws have not kicked in yet. So I'm still having him write 12 stories a day. Final one, Rob, any young guys Heat fans trade for? Example, I'm gonna, we're going to hold this over, Alex, uh, for another thing. Example, Marvin Kings, Culver, Mini, anybody? Um, we're talking about, you know, oh, I like Culver a lot, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a future pod because we gotta, we got to get everybody out of here. Thanks for joining, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.